0: Hi, Simon Mosca here, and welcome to The Box Podcast. Uh, This is a television, pop culture, movie, reality TV kind of podcast. And on this episode, I am going to do a recap and review of Episode 5 of Survivor Season 40, Winners at War. And we're going to cover a lot of bases. First of all, we had a tribe swap. So I have all the information for you. We're going to do a rundown of who's in what tribe. We're also going to do a rundown of who has what advantage. Uh, We're going to do a fire token tally. And as you know, this podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. But uh, for the Survivor podcast, it's very visual. So the best way to watch these are on YouTube. And let's get it started. The Box Podcast, Survivor 40, Episode 5 Recap, now! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for The Box Podcast! And now, here's your host, Simon... Mosca! Yes, that's me, Simon Mosca. And, uh, alright, let's get it started. So this episode was uh, a lot of fun, a lot to take in, a lot of stuff happened. Uh, Let's start right at the beginning. We had that uh, very touching scene with uh, Yule, who played all the way back in uh, Cook Islands. And by the way, for people who are new Survivor fans... Uh, Who are not familiar with that season, Cook Islands? Uh, It's actually one of my favorite seasons. And imagine this: just imagine if they did this uh, now. Okay, this season was separate. The tribes were separated by race. I'm I'm not kidding. This is real. They had a white tribe, they had a black tribe, a Latino tribe, uh, and Asian tribe. And uh, yeah, so imagine they did that nowadays. Uh, and, and people who say, well, if they did that now, it would be very controversial. Well, it was it was very controversial back then as well. In fact, they lost, they lost a lot of sponsors when the sponsors found out uh, this twist. So that was a very controversial twist. But uh, that season gave us a lot of memorable players, such as poverty who's on this season. And, of course, Yule. And, of course... My personal favorite player uh, of all time, Mister Jonathan Penner, absolutely my favorite player uh, for many reasons. First of all, this guy was the most fun to watch. His confessionals were were brilliant. This guy has a way with words. He's a very very uh, well spoken, smart guy. In Cook Islands, he was kind of he was he was a villain. Of the season. And this guy would break alliances left and right. And he was a scoundrel. But so fun to watch. And of course he played uh, two more times. And uh, he's just my favorite. You gotta love Jonathan Penner. Unfortunately, uh, his wife uh, is diagnosed with a debilitating disease. And we see you will talk about it in this episode. Uh, In fact, you will... Has said that he is going to use the money uh, if he wins this season to go to help uh, Jonathan Penner's wife. And the friendship that Yule and Jonathan Penner have is uh, is really touching. In fact, Yule tweeted a uh, uh, footage on his uh, Twitter the other day of uh, of Penner playing with Yule's kids, and it's really touching. And it goes to show that. Uh, just because somebody goes on Survivor and breaks their promise, breaks their word, lies, cheats, and steals, it doesn't mean they're a bad person, okay? Jonathan Penner, great guy, okay? So you have to separate the game with real life. Look, when Tony won Survivor Kagayan, there was a lot of backlash because he was a police officer and people were starting petitions that he should lose his badge. Because on Survivor, he was dishonest and uh, crooked and all that stuff. Look, first of all, don't tell me that there isn't a dishonest cop out there, okay? They're people. They're human beings, first of all. But let's not get into that. But the point is, yes, you can be a very loyal, kind-hearted person and then go on Survivor and slit throats. Survivor is not real life. There's real people playing... But it's not real life. And if you're not able to separate those two, uh, it's very difficult to win. But anyways, that was a very touching scene uh, that we saw you will talk about Penner uh, and his wife and what she's going through. And then we get to the tribe swap. We have two tribes being split into three. So right now what we're going to do, and like I said earlier, this is very visual. So I'm going to show you on the screen the new tribe divisions. So let's go. And by the way, I'm just going to call them by their tribe buff color, not by their tribe name. It just gets complicated. Okay, so here we have the blue tribe. Poverty, Nick, Michelle, Wendell, and Yule. Now, Yule, Wendell, Michelle, and Nick were all formerly the red tribe. And Parvati is the only blue member on that tribe. She's the odd girl out. Uh, she's, she's in a rough spot. But can she get out of this? I think she can. She's working tightly with Michelle. They formed a kind of a little bond. I think she could rope in Nick. As we saw Nick give her the puppy eyes and tell her, Oh, I had a high school crush on you and all that stuff. And that would be three, and that would be the majority. So that's what Parvati has to do uh, to survive this swap, is to get close with Michelle and rope in Nick. But should they? Is it smart for Michelle to work with Parvati? I don't know. Parvati's dangerous. Parvati's dangerous. So we'll see how that plays out. Now let's go to the red tribe. We have Sandra. We have Tony. Kim. Denise. And Jeremy now Sandra Tony and Kim were all originally the red tribe and Denise and Jeremy were originally from the blue tribe so Denise and Jeremy are bottom uh, of the totem pole And by the way if I sound weird my nose is uh, blocked uh, do not worry it's not coronavirus uh, it's uh, Heineken virus different kind of virus but uh, if I sound nasally, well, that's why I'm having sinus issues. All right. OK, sound like a guy who went to high school. Anyways, All right. And now, uh, OK, so uh, let's go back to the red, the red, the new red tribe. OK, Sandra and Tony, they were close uh, on the original red tribe. Uh, Kim was also on the Red Tribe, but she wasn't really in with Sandra and Tony. So maybe Kim could work with Denise and Jeremy. That's what she ought to do. She ought to get in with Denise and Jeremy. That makes three. And they could uh, get rid of Sandra or Tony. And maybe that's what, what would have happened tonight at Tribal Council had they lost. Uh, but they won. And by the way, all these uh, tribes have the same amount of people. So tonight, uh, we actually saw Sandra in a challenge, which was a rare sighting. And you know what else is a rare sighting? Nick. We got a Nick sighting tonight. So it's a night of rarities. Okay, back to the tribe divisions. Now, let's go back. Let's see the the brand new green tribe. We have Boston Rob, we have Sarah, we have Sophie, we have Adam, and we have Ben. And for an outsider looking in, it looked like Sarah and Sophie, they were fucked. It looks like their time was up unless they use the advantages that they have. But alas, they did not need to do that because uh, the boys turned on Rob, which was... Actually, very smart thing to do. But we will get to that later. Let's talk about the awkwardness of being on Survivor with your ex. Okay, we have Michelle and we have Wendell. They used to date uh, supposedly for a short while. And now they're on the same tribe. And look, CBS, you did Wendell dirty, okay? We don't know what happened. We weren't there when they were dating. You're on Survivor with your ex and now you're watching Survivor and your ex is bad-mouthing you uh, to millions and millions of people and you don't even have a shot to explain your side. CBS did Wendell dirty on this. Uh, Alright, so anyways. By the way, this episode... We had a nice break from the Edge of Extinction. Don't get me wrong, last episode, that whole scene, uh, iconic scene, it was very heartwarming, it was touching and all that, but it's nice that we get a break every once in a while, and I hope that this happens more often, because sometimes it takes up too much time, the Edge of Extinction, and it really gets on my nerves. So it was great to get a little break from the Edge of Extinction tonight. And then we had the Immunity Challenge, and like I said... Very rare, but we got to see Sandra uh, actually in a challenge. Now, I know I've talked about this before. Sandra has haters, which makes absolutely no sense because she won twice. So that means you're a good player. It doesn't make sense, people that argue otherwise, all right? The proof is in the pudding. I actually never got that expression. There's no proof in pudding where does that expression come from i don't get it and now now i'm hungry because i'm thinking about pudding and i want a chocolate snack pack you guys remember snack packs i used to love getting a snack pack at my lunch at school then people would want to trade their uh cheese stick with me are you high bro I don't want a cheese stick. I want my snack pack. And you're not getting my snack pack. I'm not trading my snack pack for a cheese stick. For Crying out loud. Oh yeah, where was I? Oh yeah, Survivor. As I was saying, Sandra does have her haters. Not that she cares. She's a double millionaire. So you can, you, you can cry all you want. How many times did you win Survivor? Oh, what's that? Never? Well, Sandra won twice so screw you and something that these people keep saying is oh Sandra sucks uh, she never plays the challenges ladies and gentlemen survivor is more than just a physical game in fact the most important uh, organ that you need to win survivor is your brain not your abs not your pecs not your not not any kind of muscles not your thighs your brain now, being in, in, in excellent physical shape can help you because you, you could win challenges and all that stuff, but you got to be smart. So Sandra sucks at challenges, absolutely. And if you suck at challenges, as a tribe, why would you want someone that sucks at challenges to be in the challenge? It would be dumb. So of course she sits out. Of course she does. It's smart for everyone involved. It's smart for the tribe. And it's smart for her. Because she doesn't have to break her neck and then lose and all that stuff. Alright? So it's the smart thing to do. So Sandra, always sitting out, uh, is not stupid. Alright? You might be annoyed, but uh, you're an idiot maybe. Sorry, I, I, I'm passionate about this, okay? I I, I like Sandra. So anyways, uh, we had bl- the Blue Tribe and the Red Tribe. Take home the immunity uh, idol, which has now been cut in half. Which just looks—it just looks ugly and weird. Like you have one tribe with what looks like just bones. They should have designed the idol differently so that when it splits in half, it still looks cool. Now it just looks like you, it looks like you have uh, dog bones, for God's sakes. But anyways, yeah, the blue tribe and the red tribe took home the win, sending Green to Tribal Council. And then we have the reappearance of the Boston Rob Buddy System, a strategy that helped Boston Rob secure a win on Survivor Redemption Idol. But, unfortunately for Rob, man, it's very hard to say the word unfortunately, unfortunately when your nasal passages are clogged but i'm trying here guys unfortunately uh Boston Rob is not playing with a bunch of brain dead morons this time around okay he's playing with past winners he's playing with players and his buddy system not going to work out there all right you think they're going to allow you <laughs> To boss them around and they're going to do what you want and help you to win. No, Boston Rob, not this season. This season is different. This is season 40. Winners at war. This is not uh, morons at war, alright? It's a different kind of season altogether. So that whole thing did not work. We also saw uh, Sophie... Find an Idol, which I actually didn't see. I mean, I was watching it live as it aired. And when they showed her Find the Idol, it was such a quick flash of... I, I missed it. I was looking away. I, I, I was eating popcorn, like the fat piece of shit I am. And... I was looking how much uh, how much popcorn I had left in the bowl because I was getting nervous when the popcorn is finished. I need food shoveled in my mouth constantly, 24-7. And what if this bowl, what if the popcorn finishes in this bowl? And I was looking at the bowl, and lo and behold, I missed it. And I was watching with my family. This has been a tradition for the past 40 seasons, okay? We always watch together, uh, brother, sister, mom, everyone. And my brother actually pointed it out. Uh, hey, Sophie has an idol. I didn't see Sophie find an idol. But alas, she did. And so they go to the tribal council and they snuff Boston Rob's torch. And he's gone. He's off to the edge of extinction with his wife. And he's probably pissed off. And we'll see how that goes. Okay, now it's time to take a look at the standings of Survivor Season 40. Let's talk about advantages, okay? Now, these stupid half-idol half, uh, half idol things, they, they really grate me. They really confuse me. I don't like it, okay? I This whole time, I thought Denise and Adam shared an idol. I wasn't sure how that kind of stuff worked, but... Uh, now I find out that, no, Adam actually gave his half back to Denise. W- why? Adam, why would you do that? So now, so Denise has an immunity idol all to herself. Uh, Kim found an idol that she had to share. So she shared with Sophie, but Sophie gave it back. But if you can give it back, then what's the point of sharing it with somebody? Can we stop with this half-idol Nonsense. Just give them a full idol. There's, there's so much stuff to think about this season. Uh, who has how many fire tokens? Who has what advantage? The who's in what tribe? And now you're throwing half idols and who's sharing with who? Enough is enough. My brain is melting. It's too complex for my small brain. Okay, But anyways, like I said, Denise has an immunity idol. Kim has an immunity idol. Jeremy has safety without power. Sarah has steal a vote. And Sophie and Sarah share an immunity idol. Uh, But maybe Sarah will give it back to Sophie. Oh man, it's confusing. Like even earlier, I forgot that Sophie shared it with Sarah. Just give them a regular idol. Oh, and by the way, if you remember, uh, S- Sandra did have an immunity idol, but it can only be used within the first three tribal councils. So now, the power is useless. So Sarah, Sandra, I should say, no longer has a hidden immunity idol. Now let's talk Survivor. Economics, who is, who are the richest players in the game? Well, Natalie and Parvati are tied. They both have four fire tokens, and they are the richest players in the game as it stands. Who are the poorest out there? Boston Rob, Sandra, Tyson, and Sarah. Sarah. They all have no fire tokens. Now, let's see my winner pick and how they're doing. Before this season started, I did a video with a cast assessment. And I made a winner pick. And my winner pick is Jeremy. And Jeremy, lo and behold, is still there. He made the swap. Uh so yeah, he's still there. So see? I mean, I might look like an idiot, but sometimes I get things right. Not, not that he's the winner yet, but uh, he wasn't out first. That was very surprising because uh, usually I'm wrong. So I thought maybe by making Jeremy my winner pick, he would be the first guy out. But that's not the case. And now, let's do something fun that I do every week. I give stars and I give anchors, all right? Now, the stars of the episode are people that really shined this week. And the anchor prize goes to who I think is the best out there on a week-to-week basis. So this week, who I think really did the best job out of all the players at protecting themselves and Using their brain and using their mind to move forward. Now the Anchor Prize is the most coveted prize in all of humanity. It's the biggest honor a person can get. But let's not do that right now. First, we're doing the Stars of the Week. And this week, they are Yule. Boston Rob, Sarah, and Sophie. Now, why these four? Uh, Yule, because he had that touching scene where he's talking about how he felt disconnected with the other players. And he talked about uh, Penner's wife and all that stuff. He's also in a good spot. Uh, he seems to be doing well. So, Yule is st- is one of the stars of the week. Boston Rob. Boston Rob got voted out, Simon. So why are you putting him as as a goddamn star of the week? He's not a star. He's a chump. He got voted out. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Boston Rob was a major part of this episode. He got a lot of screen time. And that's what a star does. A star gets screen time. So congratulations, Boston Rob. You did not win Survivor yet, unless you come back from Edge of Extinction and all that stuff. But you did get to be my star of the week. Could be even better than winning Survivor. And. Sarah. Why Sarah and Sophie? Because they were on the bottom. And. They're killing it. They have advantages out there. Idols. And they. Managed to survive. and Without using any of that stuff. So. Congrac- congratulations Sarah and Sophie. You are. Both stars. And. Of the week. And now. Ladies and gentlemen. Please wherever you're listening to this. Dim the lights. Set the mood. Because this. Is the biggest deal. The biggest prize. In. The universe. The most prestigious. Title ever given. To a human being. The Simon Mosca. Anchor of the week. Now, who gets the coveted title of anchor of the week this week? Drum roll, please. Oh, we don't have a drum roll. So let's just say it. <laughs> the anchor of the week is. Uh, Sophie! That's right, Sophie. Ah, you're whining and groaning. Why? Why, Sophie? Well, I'll tell you why. She survived. She survived when she was at the bottom. Okay? She could have easily gotten voted out. She survived. She she was, uh... She got a lot of airtime this episode. She... um. She's doing great okay remember back in the early early in the season when Kim won that idol she chose Sophie out of all out of all the players she chose Sophie which means she trusted Sophie and if you are a person that can get players to trust you and have faith in you that means you're a good player so Sophie is a good player and she also finds an idol now she there are two different survivor players. Some players are very stealthy and they have, they're have socially uh, sharp and they can really play the game. They have a good social game. And other players uh, are very flashy. They make giant, big, flashy moves. They're hunting for idols and all that stuff. And some players are a gray area and they're kind of both of those combined. And this season, that's what Sophie... Has been doing, she's very stealthy, very social, very sharp, but also manages to play the flashy Survivor game. Like She was out there today finding an idol, and she found an idol. So congratulations to Sophie for getting the coveted Simon Mosca Anchor of the Week. And that's all that went down this week on Survivor Season 40, Winners at War. Uh, I hope that you will like this video. And maybe you'll be nice and you'll subscribe or hit the bell. I don't know. Do something. Send me a fire token or something, for God's sakes. Do something. And if this is the first one of my recaps that you're watching, I hope you like it and I hope you'll come back. I do these every week. And next week I'll be better because I won't have a clogged sinus Uh, Unless I'll be dead by then, because maybe this is coronavirus. And maybe I'll be dead, rotting underground. And in which case, that would really suck, because you'll never know who would have got the anchor of the week. And what a tragedy that would be. But uh, hopefully, uh, (laughs) that won't be the case. And I'll be okay. But we'll see, we'll see. And uh, anyways, thank you for listening, or watching, or whatever. This has been Simon Mosca for The Box Podcast. Thank you for watching, and see you next time. Jackass. (laughs) Get some goddamn tea. Chamomile. Nice.